What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must have label free. Super pumped. I've got a very, <laughs> very special guest. She has gone through a lot. She understands the pain of mental illness, divorce, abuse, infertility, and bearing someone that you love. She is a, she's a public speaker. She's a woman of faith, and she's also a fellow podcaster. Please welcome Connie Lawson to the show. Connie, thank you for being here today. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Absolutely. But first, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. What a blessing Podmatch has been in leading me to people like you to be able to be on your show. So I am so grateful to be able to be on your show, especially the label free. I listened to a couple episodes and I just love that title. That is definitely what I'm striving to do. Yeah. I am a podcaster from Oklahoma City and I have the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things show. It's a show about how to live in radical faith and how to just find healing in your life. So I do it to help people. And I have a mixture of neat guests and myself on the show. And it airs every Friday on all your favorite platforms. I love that. And so we, before we got started, I asked you like, just to kind of tell, tell me about the podcast a little bit. I love our community. You're absolutely right. Podmatch mm-hmm. has been awesome. I've been a part of it for a while now. So probably about, I don't know, 10 months maybe. And it, I have met some incredible people like yourself and it has just been so awesome to connect with you guys and, and for us just to kind of keep building this, this freight train about Ron podcasting. Yes. And yes. So for, for me, it's kind of like a dating app for podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first person that said that. You're absolutely right. But I, I actually like, I didn't really know anything about podcasting until I got a, an article like several couple of years back. And that's when I started it. So it's just been, it's been awesome to be a part of the community. So I'm, I'm excited that we're doing this together. So tell us a little bit about your, your podcast. Well, the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things show, I take a really um, intimate look at struggles and struggles that go across the board from anything from relationship issues to mental health. I'm a super big mental health advocate. Having struggled with that myself, um, I know that the stigma attached to that is so real and so painful uh, to issues with infertility, to marriage, looking at the struggles. Um, I think throughout life, the one thing that connects every human, regardless of their race their gender, their spiritual orientation is struggling. Yeah. And so that is a thread that connects through humanity. It's something we can all get behind. We can all uh, learn from. And so the show talks about that in a redemptive way, but in a way that does not minimize the struggle. So I don't try to divert ourselves from the struggle or even to get away from it. I don't tell people that the goal is to get over the struggle. What I do is how do you live with the struggle? How do you thrive while you're struggling? And how do you have hope despite the constant struggle? And so that looks different for different episodes and different struggles. But because of my own history and the diverse struggling that I've had and the rich experience into different pits, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it enables me to be able to talk from experience and compassion about a lot of different topics. And so that's what I like to address. Sure. I love that. And so like, you know, I, I'm no... I'm, I'm no stranger to struggle myself. I've gone through a lot in in my life. And, um, I feel that there's a lot of growth happens within the struggle. And so I think that when we are blessed, I look at it as being blessed to experience some form of struggle in different areas of our life that allows us, that gives us that wisdom and that peace, knowing that we've gotten through 
something, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. you are now gifted with wisdom to anybody that you talk to on your show to maybe yes. help them work through that or give them a different point of view or someone, one of your audience members or one of our, my audience members here, give them a different point of view on how getting, you know, I say embrace the struggle. I say yes. embrace it and learn how to you know, you find, hopefully you're finding how to grow through it and, and knowing and just keeping your faith. I mean, keep, I'm, a, I'm a, a woman of faith as well. Keeping mm-hmm. your faith in God, because you know, there is light at the end of the, uh, the tunnel. If yes. God brought you to it, he's going to bring you through it. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I posted something recently on my Instagram and it said something to the effect of, um, don't fear the seasons of darkness. I became the woman that I am in the seasons of darkness. And then at the bottom, it said, don't fear the dark. And I think that the more that I do uh, the podcast and the more that I go through life, I am realizing that who I am is not apart from the struggle. The struggle is hard. It's difficult. It's uncomfortable, but it is the thing that is changing me and making me into the person that I want to be. And it's one thing to struggle and to do it feeling like you're losing something that yeah. you can't get back. But when you can position yourself and you can take those moments where you can refocus and you can look at this and say, look, I'm getting through it. I'm strong. I am resilient. This is teaching me something. Looking at who you were beforehand, you can see the steps that you've taken and those steps you can help someone else through. And really, if we're not here to help other people, if we're not here to support other people, you know, there's really not a point. So, you know, I know that as I have progressed in my healing journey, I have had the privilege to um, be an advocate for many different people and in different situations that have struggled with mental health issues. Had I not gone through what I went through, I would not be as passionate or as able to help people that I, as I am now. Yeah. I love that. That's a beautiful, that's a beautiful sentiment. So, um, I think let's, let's focus on one area. I mean, even though I'd love to talk about the infertility because I'm, you know, like I shared with you before we started recording, my fiance and I are trying to, to get pregnant and I've always wanted a family. My, I wanted one with my late husband, but he was just mm-hmm. too sick to make that process happen. So, um, now I've met a wonderful man and we're, we're getting married and we're wanting mm-hmm. to do that too. But I think I, I want to talk more about the mental illness. Maybe we can have you back okay. for, for a second time. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Because I think that's something that you write. There is a stigma with it. My father actually is, has a chemical imbalance. He's got some, mm-hmm. he's got some mental illness. Um, luckily I've, you know, I know that that it can be a hereditary thing. Luckily I'm good, Yes, <laughs> you yes. know, but, um, and I talked about very doctor. painful struggle mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, my, my fiance is a Chicago police officer and a lot of, he deals with a lot of people on the streets yes. that, have, that have mental problems, have mental illness. I don't want to say mental problems. I feel like that's the wrong kind of terminology. So what, and I think it's important to talk about. So what, what would be your message around it and how you've dealt with your own struggle? Uh, for me, the biggest thing has been, and I've heard this from many different people that have struggled with mental illness, is that you have a tendency to become the diagnosis. Yeah. That you do not, you don't possess the ability anymore to identify as a human without the associated uh, diagnosis, schizophrenic, bipolar, DID, obsessive compulsive. And I think that it is so important 
that we remember and we realize that as we struggle and if we struggle with a mental illness or with a diagnosis, that it is a piece of who we are. It is something that helps us know what treatment to get. It does not at all have any bearing on our weight or value as a human being. Yeah. And we have to believe that. And the thing is, is that that is a struggle with in and of itself, because you do meet more people than not that are unkind or that are ignorant or that just don't know what to do when you're struggling. And so to get to the point where you can view the struggle with mental illness as something that you don't have to be afraid of and something that you don't have to deny that it can just be a part of the package that you are and you are okay with the fact that not everybody's going to like you or understand you, but you keep forging ahead is so important. We have got to internally, if you have a struggle, be able to say that that doesn't matter. I'm still a good person. I'm still worthy. I'm still worthwhile. I still bring something to the table. Yeah. And really you do. And we have to get to the point where we can identify still as a separate human being with a struggle versus I'm this mental illness. Yeah. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Ho, 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 ladies. The holidays came early, not only for you, but for your man here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Also, this awesome refined cologne. It smells so sexy. My man loves it. I love him wearing it, especially after he's all clean shaven, using the lawnmower 4.0 and trimming those nasty nose hairs and those ear hairs. You know, you know what I'm saying, ladies? It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code labelfree20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's right, ladies, 20% off and free shipping with the code labelfree20 at manscaped.com. So can I, can I ask you a question? I mean, Absolutely. I, and, I, and I would think that because you say that there is a mental, there is a stigma around it. When did you decide that you, or when did you know that you had an issue that you needed to see someone about and, and deal with it? Because I feel like some, some people, they, they self, they self-medicate, you know, yes. and, and they don't want to, they don't want to actually deal with the fact that maybe there's something imbalanced or something that's wrong that they, that they can't get a handle on. Absolutely. Well, for me, I actually got an, uh, caught an autoimmune disorder when I was 11 years old and it's called PANDAS and that's an acronym and it stands for pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder associated with streptococcus. It's a long way of saying (laughs) that I got the strep virus, uh, strep throat as a little girl. Okay. And instead of my body realizing that it had this virus in it and fighting against it with my immune system, it attacked my own brain. And in the process of that caused something that mimicked uh, a mental illness. And this happened in the early 1990s. And at the time, pandas was just gaining recognition in the medical community as a legitimate diagnosis. And so I was misdiagnosed. Yeah. And so actually at age 11, I was misdiagnosed and that led me into a 17 year span of living within the mental health system and being medicated and believing that I had a mental illness that I in fact didn't have. Now, during that time, due to the trauma that I experienced and the medication that I got that I didn't need and the treatment that I received that I didn't 
I developed some pretty big trauma issues. And so coming out of that, starting at age 28 is when I started detoxing and learning about my actual history, who I actually was. And I will say that that period of time was harder than all of the years I lived believing that I had a mental illness. And it was harder because that entire time, that's exactly what I was. I identified only as that diagnosis. And so when that was stripped away, my world fell apart. Wow. And in the process of learning to deal with what had happened, the wrong that had happened in the misdiagnosis and all of everything that happened, I began to make huge strides in my healing. But for seven years, I worked so hard to get everybody to think that I wasn't nuts. And it has just been over the course of the last few months, I've been podcasting for over a year now. And even through most of that entire year, it was still in my heart and my motive was to get everyone to see that I'm not nuts. I'm not crazy. I'm not that girl that you thought I was. And over the last few months, it's just been this realization, honey, it's okay. Like all of you is okay. And not everybody likes me. I still have these issues with certain people where they've made up their mind about me and I'm the crazy girl. They're not going to give me a second chance. And it's just difficulty every time I'm around them. But then there are other people that I have seen that have looked at me being open and vulnerable and starting to go, yep, I have a struggle. I'm having a hard time. I need help, et cetera. And they have rallied behind but they have also been able to see areas in their own life right. where they're like, I was struggling and I didn't feel like I was safe to be who I was, but I've seen you do this and I want that too. And so it's just been here recently that I've been like, yeah, I've got struggles. I've got issues. I'm embracing it. And because I want to live knowing that I love myself and that I can accept the love that God has for me yeah. and that I'm not living my life trying to get approval about for from other people. So to answer your question, I've been in the mental health system essentially my entire life from 11 on. It's just been in different ways yeah. and in different states of transformation because that's really what it's been. Sure. Um, but I would just say the hardest thing to do is accept. Accept that you need help. Accept you said mental problems is the wrong language and and I don't know that I think that it is. I think that, yeah, you have mental problems. You struggle. It produces problems. And I think we don't have to, in my mind, we don't have to get to the place where we can't say what it is because it's shameful because it's not, it's yeah. not, it's okay to call it a problem. It's a problem. It makes life harder. It makes processing things more difficult. It makes yeah. your emotions harder to control. It doesn't make you less of a human being. Right. And so acceptance that you have the struggle, you need the help is key. And I think you accept things at different intervals and different amounts at different times. And so you work to accept the next thing. Yeah. And when you accept the next thing, then you're ready to accept the next thing. And with each level of acceptance comes a level of healing. And part of healing is being able to love yourself and I'm not talking about the frilly, oh, I love myself. I'm living my best life. I'm talking about that deep down, hardcore. It 
it gives you a backbone of steel when you come up against opposition. That part of you that even when you're super down knows I've got worth. I'm going to hold on. I'm not going to back down because I'm, I've hit some wall or someone's unkind or the doctor was a jerk. I'm going to keep pushing through because I am worth doing that for. Yes. I love that. That's you are, you, you are worth it. You are absolutely yes. worth it. Um, but you know, what I've heard a lot though, from people that have had to struggle with, you know, the mental, with mental illness is the miss medication from the yes. doctors. And actually my producer, um, his own mother had, they were, they had her on the wrong, wrong dosage of medication. And she had, um, she fainted at work and just, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, it's just like, I, I, and I hope you don't get mad that I'm saying this. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying to my producer, if you're watching this, you can cut it out. No. Sorry. No. <laughs> but yeah. I feel that it's very important for people to educate themselves and know, yes. ar- be armed with information when they're taking any type of medication for any issue, but especially mental illness to make sure that they are, they have been diagnosed the correct way. And they people aren't giving- have to advocate for themselves. Right. They have to do that. We, yeah. It is so easy, especially when you suffer from a mental illness, a mental disorder, a mental disease, that you feel that you have to um, accept whatever somebody says because you're not right in the head. Yeah. And now there is a balance. There's this fine line where, yes, you accept help. You can realize that things are more difficult, but that does not mean that you don't know what's going on inside of your body. Right. And if something doesn't feel good, or if something feels worse after taking a certain medication, you have to speak up because even, even when the doctor won't listen, even when you feel like people are dismissing you, you have to continue to speak up because that's how that make me so mad. (laughs) Somebody starts trying to dismiss me and I need help. uh, The sad cases is that happens to a lot of people that have mental disabilities. Yeah. is we get dismissed for the sake of not knowing what we're talking about. And so you have to be someone, again, that will continue to advocate for yourself and continue to be humble enough to accept and receive help. So it's that very fine balance of knowing who your safe people are. And yeah. your safe people are people that will not take advantage of you, that respect you and give you dignity, even when you're struggling. And that always listen to you. Those are important things to have in a safe person. And everyone needs a safe person. It's really just kind of like a best friend, somebody that you know is going to tell you the truth and never use anything against you, but they're not going to let you do something ultimately that's going to harm you either. And so we, you know, people, especially with some type of a mental illness need a safe person like that, somebody that they can go to and say, I feel like I'm being dismissed by my doctor. Would you go with me? Yeah. And yeah. back like me that. Up. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, when my, my late husband was so sick, I had to be an advocate for him. And I learned a lot about the medical system and yes. how, how patients get treated that you have to absolutely have to have either advocate for yourself, be strong enough to do that, or have someone there with you that can advocate for you because it's, and there is um, no shame in needing someone there with no, you absolutely to advocate not. for because you. they, they like railroad you, but anyways, let's get it yes. right off of that because we're almost coming to the end. Uh, okay. you have some really great things going on in your life. Where can people find you, follow you, connect with you, all those good things. 
So you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. And then my podcast is also titled that Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. And it's on all of your favorite podcasting platforms from Apple to uh, Alexa and Spotify, et cetera. And then I have a website. It's weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com. So, and I sell my art on my website and I'm starting to sell t-shirts. So um, hopefully that will take off and I've got a book I'm working on. So be looking out for that. So yeah, that's awesome. Good for you, Connie. And so you have a, a sounds like an awesome husband with a blended yes. family. So before we say goodbye and I ask you for your last words of wisdom, can you tell us a little bit about your, your beautiful blended family? Yes. Uh, we are both divorced. We both come from really broken backgrounds and I met my husband and we got married in 2009 and he brought with him two children. And then over the last seven years, we have gone on to have um, two more living daughters and three that are in heaven. And we have really overcome a lot of adversity in our marriage. My husband has learned to overcome his past and live well with me through my struggles. And I have learned to be a functional wife and mother. So it's really just a, quite an incredible journey, all which you can hear about on the podcast. Awesome. I like, I love that. And so your, what, what your, what was your previous show about? So this last Friday, what did you guys talk about? Did you have a guest? I did. I had a guest on and her name was Kelly and she is a divorce uh, life coach. And she was a really, really neat woman. And then before that, I had a mother that had lost a daughter um, through oh. an accident because October was, uh, you know, infant loss awareness month. And although it wasn't an infant, it was still just a really, really compelling story of overcoming loss. Sure, sure. That's, that's amazing. So you guys, I will put all of her, all of her links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to reach out, go subscribe, yes. listen to her channel support uh, our girl here, Connie. So, cause she's talking about some very, very serious things that are very real to a lot of people that are out there. If you know anyone that could benefit from listening, do, do not hesitate to show, share her show with them. And Thank Connie, you. like I told you before I let my audience or before I let my guests go, I always like to ask for some last words of wisdom or advice. So what would you like to leave with the audience today before we say goodbye? I would like to leave with the audience that there's always a reason to have hope. Even in the darkest places that we find ourselves, there is always a reason for you to keep going. And there is always a purpose in whatever you're going through. And I want you to know that the very thing that you feel like disqualifies you from running your race in life is actually the thing that qualifies you. I love that. That was awesome. Great words. Great words, Connie. Thank you so much. Keep us posted on your next projects or anything exciting that you have going on. We'd love to share it with our audience. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, follow, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.